Reggie Ponder, the real critic, joins us every week to help us unpack what's happening at the box office and look forward to what we can see in the cinema this weekend. Can I be Captain Marvel for Halloween? Is it too early for me to decide? <laughs> no, no. The, the first question is, is that did you go see it? I meant to, and then I, this is not a lie, I fell asleep. <laughs> that's just a, like, that's my life in a nutshell. I meant to do something fun, and then I got tired. <laughs> so so you meant to go to see Captain Marvel. And then the I took dog, a nap instead. <laughs> the dog was on your lap, and you fell asleep. S science proves that if a dog is on your lap, you just can't it, go it, anywhere. <laughs> that's just so, a fact. <laughs> so you did not do that. Well. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Captain Marvel, and let's talk about the numbers. It came in at number one, which was really no surprise, but yeah. it really did help the the uh, box office for this year because it it made more it it made more on its weekend than the combined weekends of all the weekends of this year. So that's how dismal the box office has been. Yeah. So uh, $153 million uh, at the box office, and this is really, really good. Uh, but what do I always say to you? Let's go Let's go to the foreign numbers. Yeah. How's it doing? Overseas, this movie has done $362 million. Dang. So already... It's at $550 million at, at the box office. So what's really, uh, uh, again, interesting about this whole thing is that I thought that, um, in, in my review I talked about this, I thought that uh, Wonder Woman was a stronger movie. There, there's nothing like... The, to hate about this movie, but yeah. but there's nothing to I, it, for me. I, I I couldn't glob onto this movie and say, "Ooh, this was the best film." What what was to like about it? There were a couple of things. Is that they had the one uh, um, a Captain Marvel, and they didn't have her as the only strong female character in this movie. I I love that from a young girl to her best friend nice. to the woman that she was seeking out to even some of the warriors who were coming to to fight against her. So I I love. Love that fact. But there was something about the heart of the story that didn't get me to say, ooh, I love this woman. And I want to ask myself, Jill, and I'm so sorry that you didn't see it, is that there wasn't a love interest in this film. Yeah. It, is there is there something, and I, I'm just talking about uh, uh, talking about what I'm talking about. I was talking to myself, like, Reggie, did you didn't like it because you didn't have a love relationship in there because you just wanted <laughs> to see a love? I, I don't think that that was it for me, but somebody mentioned that there's not a love relationship there and that maybe some people... You know, you you look for that like that little spark, like oh, who she's yeah. gonna get with? You know, like but but then someone's but like, I don't need a man, you know. But <laughs> uh, but I, I that that wasn't it for me. But anyway, it did well. But what's interesting is that Wonder Woman, there was fifty two percent of its audience were women. Yeah, and so the 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 interesting thing about that that was the first time that that women dominated a movie from from a uh, box office uh, perspective. Mm. This movie was only 46%. So it didn't even come close. And then m more older people went to the movie than younger people. So I, I, I don't know what that says, but there's just some interesting statistics when you kind of look look at the numbers but good showing for it i mean it did better than um i think it's the fifth highest grossing marvel movie domestically so good for it did really well and i expect it to do uh, really well again this week it should be number one number because one again? 
Yeah, it should be. Uh, with, with no doubt. Think about this. Yeah. If it if it just declines uh, 50%. It's still beating the next <laughs> by like a lot, a lot, a by, lot. By a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> you know, so so then uh, what was number uh, two at the box office? Is How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. It's the third week in the... Uh, um, uh, out in the theaters, it did another fifth, about fifteen million dollars. When we look at it just internationally, again, it did three hundred and seventeen internationally. So this one is at four hundred and forty-two million dollars. Uh, and so a, a good, good showing for this film as well. Uh, Tyler Perry's movie only decreased fifty percent. Good for Tyler uh, Perry. Stay, stay, uh, you know, at, at number three uh, is now doing forty-six million. Do What's, you think that how much does like if I was looking at a pie chart of like businesses in Atlanta, Georgia, like how much they contributed to like the the gross national thing of Atlanta. How much would Tyler Perry movies be in that pie chart? So so what's really funny about your question is that Tyler Perry doesn't share the money. He keeps it all to himself. So it will not go to our gross national product or GDP. It goes to Tyler Perry. He writes it. He acts it. Yeah. He produces it. He directs it. He he he's three or four characters in the yes. in, in the film. So and then then he just hires only his friends and he tells them when you get when I pay you, you just give me the money back. <laughs> no, no, you're you're right. I'm sure it really impacts. I mean, that's a lot of there's probably a lot of jobs. <laughs> I don't know. He's a one man uh you know, powerhouse with this whole thing. He's a wrecking machine, so much so that he's gonna look his cash cow in the mouth and say I'm done. Done walking away from Medea. The Medea movies make more money than any of his other movies, you know. So for him to say, I'm done. Yeah, that's it, that tells you how much money he has. Says he's done a good <laughs> job there. And so the only other movie that I want to mention uh, as it relates to the box office is Green Book. Because you, you did ask the question, what was the uh, Academy Award uh impact yeah. for, for that movie and so last week it was at number six this week it was at number six it it did decline uh 45 uh percent but it, it definitely 100 percent got a got a boost uh for for this movie uh um you know from the award so it definitely got a, a boost from the award and um I mean that that's the the news of the box office. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. I, and and I like it. I liked it. I gave this three 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 reels. So I'm I'm not saying that I I didn't like it. I just felt that uh, um, Wonder Woman was a stronger movie for me. Crying in public than five feet apart may be the movie for you. Reggie, the real critic ponder, brings us his review of the uh, Justin Baldoni directed uh, film starring uh, Haley Lou Richardson and Cole Sprouse and Claire Forlani. Uh, tell me about this film. Am I gonna gonna be a blubbering mess? One five. acting. Feet apart. That's we got to stay. We, five. Got, we are five feet apart okay, right now. I, I'd say. I, all right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But Maybe we'll see. like three and a half. All right. So so uh, you just said uh, Haley Lou Richardson uh, stars in this, and she plays a young lady. A young lady named Stella. Stella's a seventeen-year-old who uh, is a typical seventeen-year-old, and you, you. They start off the movie with her doing YouTube videos, right? So you're thinking, oh, okay, here we go, just the typical seventeen-year-old stuff. But what it really is is that. 
it's a young lady with cystic fibrosis who is in the hospital yet again. And she is basically taking us through her journey of cystic fibrosis on YouTube. And I'm talking about she's going through what kind of meds she has to take, what kinds of uh, um, procedures she has to go through, all this other type of stuff. So I think it's really uh, interesting just from from that perspective Mm -hmm. because I learned something just watching uh, her go through what she was going through. Now, there's a new patient in town. There's a new dude in town. Mm, and his name is Jughead Jones. Cole, <laughs> Cole Sprouse. And he plays Will. But he's a little precocious. He goes against the system. He, 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 he just kind of, you know, takes life as it, as it comes. And, and he does what he wants to do. So you got these two teenagers basically trying to navigate their cystic fibrosis. But the real deal is, as you probably heard in the trailer, is that they need to stay six feet apart because if they get the other's virus, it's bye-bye to new lungs, bye-bye to new life, and let you know that to get new lungs, it only gives you about five years more in your life. So so you'd have to continue to do that process over and over and over mm. again. So what's the like about this? Uh, well, the, cystic, the story about cystic fibrosis uh, could be just another story, but I think they really get into what it is to have cystic fibrosis, and I, I, I applaud them for how they did that. Uh, the friendships made in this hospital uh, and how they know each other and care about each other. These people were constantly coming back to the hospital and knowing that they were going to see some of their friends. So there's a guy, uh, Moises uh, Arias, who plays Poe, who is uh, Stella's best friend in this one. And their relationship is so cool. I, I, they're just, just as friends, I mean, it, it's, it's really cool as they go back and forth because they look forward to seeing each other yeah. when they, you know, when they get in the hospital. What's familiar? The familiar things will be which friends will be there and how they're doing and that type of thing. Um, Stella and Will as 17-year-olds are likable and unlikable at the same time. That's (laughs) 17-year-olds. Absolutely. And I think that that's what makes them real and relatable is that I'm sitting up there, oh, I can't stand you guys. Oh, isn't that so cute? (laughs) Oh, I don't like that. Uh, You know, my my daughters are are past that 17-year-old stage, but sometimes I think they just want to revisit it just to give me those (laughs) headaches. So so I, I, I identified right there. And then... All the characters have purpose. Uh, 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 Kimberly Herbert Gregory plays Nurse Barb, uh, and she is really good in this one. It shows how she can. Just every character in there had purpose, and I liked it. I, I just liked the story. It was a, a really touching lo- love story, and it begs the question, do we live Do we live until we die, or are we dying while we live? Mm. Because Will's character is always saying we're already dying, so we're just we're just waiting to die. But then Stella's character is 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 kind of saying, well, shouldn't we be trying to do some living while we're while we're here? And it kind of begs that that question, and I, and I like that. What's not to like? Well, typical to these kind of movies, there's some of these things are telltale. You know what's about to happen. You're like, oh, he's gonna kiss her. Oh, they're gonna touch him. You know, those those types of things. And sometimes that makes for you know corny and 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 get these kind of lulls lulls in in the film. But not enough to to stop you from having a a, a tear or two. Not enough for you to to like you just said to get that handkerchief and be like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I like this. 
I liked it a lot, and uh, I, I, I left there feeling uh, hopeful. I left there feeling sad, and I left there feeling grateful, grateful for, for the life that I have, and, um, and then in light of what we were talking about earlier today, even, even more grateful. I'm giving this one a three and a half stars. I really liked it. It touched me. Uh, I identified with them, and uh, I think uh, if you're ready for a tearjerker, you might want to go check this one out. Right on. This is the feature film debut for director Justin Baldoni, who folks might know as Raphael Solano on Jane the Virgin. There you go. Uh, he's a fine, fine-looking man, and I hope that his directing is just as fine. It is not. Yeah, I, 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 I like this. Yeah. I, I, after I write my reviews, I always go and look and see what my fellow critics are saying on on Rotten Tomatoes. And this is like a fifty percenter. Some people liked it, and some people didn't. And I, I could see where folks uh, didn't love this one. But I, I thought they did a good job. I thought that, again, from a teenager perspective, they did the types of stuff that teenagers would do. And that those things will drive a person like me crazy. Now, Captain Marvel just came out. And it's already almost time for the new Avengers film. Avengers Endgame released its uh, full trailer yesterday. Uh, a million memes were born. And uh, I want to know if this is going to do the job of tying up all the loose ends that I really, really want it to. You know, that's the question I'm asking too, Joe. I mean, I don't know if this will tie up all those loose ends because there's so many loose ends out there. And, and, and then I guess the real answer is no. We we know it's not gonna tie up all those loose ends <laughs> because we got it. We got to get to another Black Panther movie in some kind of way, so it won't tie up though. Uh, uh, won't tie tie that story up. We got to figure out how does uh, Captain Marvel fit into the the the, the whole piece. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 all, all the things that we want to know about, and you know, a number of people died. So another yeah. characters, a number of the characters died. I mean, are they really coming back? I mean, or is somebody going to come back and play them? Um, what's really going to happen here? So it, it's going to be interesting, uh, but the anticipation for this is huge. I can't wait. But here's the problem. Did you see the original poster for this one? Yes, I did. And I, wanted, I was hoping you would bring this up because okay. they did deny dirty. They did deny dirty. They denied, denied. They did. Yeah. It, it, so, so they listed everybody. I mean, everybody. There's like 30 people on this freaking poster. Except her. Except they didn't list her. Well, come on, come on now. I, 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 I know. 30 names up there in like a point five point font. <laughs> I, I know. Make... I know. A number of times they say we so sensitive. You so sensitive. Y'all just so sensitive. But come on. Well, why would it have to be her? They listed the freaking raccoon before they listed her. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> come. Come on. It's so. I'm as much of a Robert Downey Jr. fan as anybody else. But come on now. So people put that out there, yeah. and you know they came back with that. They came back as quickly as they could and 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 put her name up there. But that that's that's a bad look. That's a bad look, Marvel. Yeah. That's that's absolutely. Especially considering how many people are solidly in the tank for Black Panther right now. You you can't just go pissing off that huge fan base. Come on, man. That's that's a that's a real bad look. So uh, not not a good thing. So I think this movie is going to be uh, something exciting for us to check out uh, for sure. All right. So uh, let's get excited. It's it's a Marvel universe. We're just living in it. I'm Jill Hopkins, and that's going to do it for Critic for a Minute Friday. Reggie, the real critic, ponder. Tell people how they can find you on the internet. 
Yes, uh, go to reggieponder.com and uh, check me out there. You can see more of my reviews and all that. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at The Real, R-E-E-L Critic. And then you can find me on Facebook at Reggie The Real Critic.